Yes, I knew Sister White. We will not fear. The kingdom is alive. The kingdom's on the move with the poor and the meek and the hungry and the lonely. I'll never forget it. Uh, welcome to Adventist Voices. I'm Alexander Carpenter, and I'm honored to be joined by writer and director, filmmaker, Sean Durkin. Thanks for talking with all of us today. Thank you for having me. We're talking about Iron Claw, and I watched it a couple weeks ago and loved it, found it to be a film that made me think about my brothers, about masculinity, about sport, about family. And uh, I'm just wondering what drew you to this story of, of wrestling and, and family. I mean, everything you just listed, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, all things I'm interested in. And, and I was, a, I was a big fan of theirs as a kid. And, you know, I remember where I was when I found out that Carrie died. Um, and, you know, I loved, I loved them and they haunted me as well. And so it was, uh, um, it was something that stayed with me. And when I started to explore as a filmmaker, explore the idea of, of making something about them. Um, you know, I just looked at the big picture and, and saw it was all of those things that I'm interested in. Um, you know, ideas of masculinity, questioning our family beliefs, questioning why we believe what we believe, where we come from, um, you know, looking at generational trauma and how to break it. I mean, just, loving wrestling and territorial wrestling in particular you know it just uh it just has all all of this stuff it was so rich and i i just felt really connected to all of it and wanted to explore it um i grew up in a home my mother was very religious and did not allow us to watch professional wrestling i need to go ask her exactly why but it did intrigue me. All my friends were into it. And so I was very jealous of, of their exciting uh, TV life. I was <laughs> stuck watching like Little House on the Prairie and things like that. But, I like Little House on the Prairie too. Interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I watched both. <laughs> um, can you tell me uh, about, a little bit about what it was about the wrestling, um, professional wrestling, if the, Obviously, people come to it, and there can be a little bit of a stigma around it. And yet, in this film, uh, I absolutely am going to. Next time, you know, I see something on TNT, I'm going to stop and watch uh, whatever WrestleMania is happening, just because you you kind of help me see the art of it and and the sort of fun of it. Yeah, I. Um... I get, it's funny, I get, I get quite defensive when wrestling gets dismissed. Uh, for me, it was a, a place where I really found myself. Um, I never did it, but I, uh, as a kid, I, I could really express. Um, I was a quiet kid, and, and I went to a wrestling event, and I could just explode in ways I couldn't elsewhere and yell and scream and, you know, scream about injustice. That was a big one, you know, like you were just, you know, scream for your favorite wrestler to come through adversity and win, you know, it's just, uh, or, or be heartbroken when they lost it. It, it was all the feel, I could feel all the feelings. 
Uh, and so that's what drew me in. And also it was a place where I was, I was exploring story for the first time. Like I was a kid playing with wrestling toys and, um, having feuds and champions and, and detailed events and things. So, um, it was, it's something that's really close to me, informative for me. Um, but in terms of it being, you know, an athletic achievement, I think there's very few other sports that are as, you know, and obviously it's called sports entertainment now, but it is pure athleticism. And the the things they put themselves through with no off season, with no real protection. I mean, I'm sure it's better now, but, but back then there was no protection whatsoever. And uh, it's really grueling and um, incredible what they do. And I just, you know, the, the notion of it being fake was always something I got really upset about because, you know, all entertainment we consume is fake. Everything is scripted. You know, we know you don't watch a movie or a play and say, oh, well, that's fake. It's uh, and, and so you're going to watch a story play out. Um, and even if the outcome is decided, uh, you're still going for the performance. So uh the, the 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 outcome is just the, the the story the plot but but really what what we're going for is the performance and how our favorite wrestlers sell us on the emotion we should be feeling and so that's the real thing that's judged that's how that's how that's what makes a great wrestler is what the what they make the article and what story they're selling us yeah as you were describing that i re- remembered that uh i had i was down in mexico city and went to uh, the you know a three-hour wrestling uh extravaganza and i remember realizing for the first time i i don't know who's gonna win whatever kind of scriptedness is part of this i don't know and i was absolutely caught up in the drama of the whole thing i still in fact i bought the poster of it and had it in uh in my house and i'd look through the list of i don't know it was like 15 different matches in that that time and remembering you know this guy and thinking ah i was so surprised he didn't win he should have won (laughs) (laughs) um let's that that physicality is something i felt watching the cinematography i you know i i like a good sports movie and yet in this it was um i really could feel like the bounce of the ring and and realize that those ropes are more painful than i ever realized to to bounce against a lot of the drama between humans happens in the ring itself brothers obviously opponents can you talk a little bit about as a as a filmmaker how what you were what what you did to get what you wanted out of those scenes yeah um well a lot of it was based on what the guys could do you know none of them had wrestling experience they had to learn how to wrestle and I got really lucky, one, for how hungry they were to do it and to do it well, but two, for how naturally talented they were at it. And the fact that they could do most of their own stunts. I mean, there's only a handful of shots in the movie that are, are stunt performers. Um, so it gave us a freedom that allowed us to wrestle full matches. And in doing so, allowed me to focus the camera on the emotion 
of the of the moment instead of worrying about trying to get a stunt and we did some of that obviously there's some like big stunts and fun moments like that that we lean into but really the wrestling matches are about where kevin's at emotionally at that moment in time you know whether it's just enjoying having fun in the ring with his brothers or it's this sort of bigger psychological break that he has facing rick flair um and so yeah just it just allowed me to find to get to the real you know interesting truth of it for me which was the emotional side of it there's a couple of times where uh the ability so rick flair's uh, you know i i could feel the charisma just jumping off the screen and um i was talking with a friend of mine about this film down in la and he was like you know he grew up and he's like there's like three people that everyone agrees and there's this person and then there's rick flair and then everyone fights about that third person uh, i don't <laughs> know if that's true or not but i could i could really see that and part of it was he you know he could he was just a great talker and there's this kind of tension among the brothers the von eric uh family where you know somebody can somebody maybe has the physicality the older brother but the 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 other brothers have another kind of talent or or whatever and one can be words and i'm curious as as a writer as well what you know to what was there a sense that to be a complete package you had to both not just be great in the ring but also outside for the kind of promotional events and and how did you think about words in that context of like a battle you're not just battling physically you're also there's a you know you got to be intellectually and and emotionally compelling yeah having having it on the mic is like the big defining factor and i don't quite know when that started in wrestling history i th think it was always a thing was just um persona you know just having a bit of swagger that people responded to but i think in the 80s it just became increasingly important as you know wrestling shows became more sophisticated in the way they were broadcast and then of course with the advent of wrestlemania and wwf becoming what it what it became television presence became number one which is why rick flair is the man of the 80s you know he was the one of the of that generation who was you know essentially champion for i don't know seven eight years uh and so it was really interesting to me looking at the von eric story and and tr as i was starting to research i remembered some of it from childhood but really not the intricacies and, and and didn't have the internet back then to understand it as a whole and so but once i started looking at it i was like because you know david was truly on path to to be champion and could have been champion and i realized it was because he was so good on the microphone like he could and then and then i started watching the other guys and carrie and kevin just didn't have it mm -hmm. they really stumbled and but they had such great presence in the ring. It was just something about when Kevin got the camera in, on him and the microphone, he just like couldn't couldn't quite hack it. But David was so good. And um and I figured that must have been a huge deciding factor in in the trajectory of their careers. Uh so I made it a big part of the script. But but also 
I, I felt like it was a really interesting way to look at Kevin because Kevin athletically is a brilliant wrestler, but can't necessarily express. And so his journey emotionally on the, on the emotional side of the film was to learn how to express, which is why Pam's character is so important for him and why, you know, ultimately sort of letting his boys express was, is the thing that, that moves, you know, moves him into the future and, and sort of, you know, ultimately saves his life. Yeah, saves him from the Von Erich curse. Yeah. Let's talk about that idea of curse. There are a couple of moments that were poignant. I won't spoil one, but you you introduce a tragedy and it looks like a possibility of a tragedy. It looks like the motorcycle a ride is going to be, you know, don't know what happened. Things seem to like to return to some sort of normalcy and then there's a big reveal shocking and i love the way that you timed that scene and then um tragedies continue to beset the family and there's a moment where there's a this sort of dream sequence where the brothers including a very young brother are reunited uh, is it heaven is it in someone's mind is it a wish fulfillment can you talk about this play of tragedy and hope and, and what, what you were trying to communicate there? Well, again, it all comes back to Kevin, really, like the real Kevin and being really inspired by him and how open he is. Like he just, hours and hours of him speaking about his darkest moments, really honestly, mm -hmm. and about the pain he went through, really honestly. And he was someone who, 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 really looked at it all as opposed to buried it and moved on like his father you know advised um which obviously didn't doesn't really work and so he uh he was really you know his energy was really inspiring to that in the story and so i was really drawn to both the wrestling greatness and then the tragedy and wanted to look at the tragedy really honestly but also look at kevin's path forward and um, you know, to me, I think that the idea of that scene started with, with, with Carrie's actual suicide note, the suicide note in the film was the actual suicide note that Carrie, apparently mm -hmm. Carrie left. Um, and, and perhaps I wanted to honor that in some way. I wanted to visualize for him to walk again with his brothers. And, um, there was also a, a, a you know, an element of Greek tragedy and myth involved and i felt like heightening the film felt really right and the, the crossing of the river and leaving the coin like they just you know and it was the coin that decided the destiny of carrie and it just felt uh you know these were big mythical themes that felt like the the right for the film but at a core level too i just wanted to depict the brothers in this really pure way just together and tender and and uh, um sort of in how they imagine themselves to be their sort of purest form i guess yeah um it really captured something about you know family in that there there's these inexplicable you kind of want to be together then when you're together you remember okay there's this is an, an annoyance or this is an unresolved <laughs> issue <laughs> and you take a break and then you're like man i really miss those guys let's, let's hang out again <laughs> 
Yeah, so. <laughs> sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my last question is for uh, you know you you create this really beautiful piece of of art and narrative storytelling for an audience possible audience member who's sort of thinking about should they get into this they don't really know the story what what would you say would help folks especially like a person of faith the to kind of feel comfortable watching this movie and and what do you hope they might take away from it well as a filmmaker you know i try to do things that are complex and layered and 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 you know can never be boiled down to one thing and 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 i think in this in this film in particular there seems to be a lot of things that are um being embraced by a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds and i think what i'm finding is the response and and i never like to tell anyone how to feel about a movie i think my job is to to make the movie that's meaningful to me and and i i hope if it's meaningful to me it'll be meaningful to others um but i'm finding the reactions are from such a wide range of people with such a wide range of beliefs and interests um that i think people are just finding things in it and i think because it's about it is about family and 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 personal belief and uh and ways of life and relationships and i mean it's just it's 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 so much that i i, I don't know i think um i think certainly going into it with an openness too like if you're not into wrestling uh, even better you know if you are into wrestling it's a great wrestling movie if you're not into wrestling it's i think it, it's even more exciting for me because um it's not about that it's about family it's just a really particular family and so i think it's i think a lot of people are, are going to relate to it for different reasons yeah i agree thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today yeah thank you it was really nice We will not fear. The kingdom is alive. The kingdom's on the move with the poor and the meek and the hungry and the lonely. I'll never forget.